like it. Great. Adventure. <sighs> I don't know about that one. Yo. I don't know about that one. I, 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 I guess. It's got to grow Let's on try me. the illustration. Okay. The pillow. The blanket. The gray. Adventures. <sighs> that was better. <laughs> that had a little more flash, okay? Okay, it's coming along. We're going to get it right. We're going to get it right. But I'd still love pillow and blanket. Great adventures. <sighs> now that What's up, guys? Never it's your girl, Karan, and me and my father. Fantastic father. Thank you. And we will be talking about... Christmas! I bought myself a gift. He bought himself a blender because his blender broke. No, I didn't buy that. I paid for the shipping. They owed me a blender because the blender broke. I did a pretty good catch one-hander. So I bought myself a book. The Four Essential Keys to Effective Communication in Love, Life, Work, Anywhere, including 12-Day Communication Challenges. By Bento Leo. Great book. So I was hit you with the book? Yeah. I should hit you with the book. <laughs> you're always doing something. The people could just see the stuff you do if they only could see it. Check out our Instagram page, Pillow Blanket Great Adventure. Follow us, like some of the photos, like some of the videos. Pillow Blanket Great Adventure on Instagram. Check us out. So, I'm ready. Let's talk about it. Crun, what are you doing? They can't see all that. It's just, just too much drama over here. So, I bought myself a Christmas gift. Now, I tell everybody, treat yourself, right? You work hard. You about to buy all these other people some something. And you're probably not going to get what you want in return, right? You're never going to get the gift that you want. I really don't give gifts that people want. I give gifts that I want to give people. So every year, I, I normally secretly just buy myself a book. So I have multiple books for multiple years. I buy books throughout the year. But it's always that one book that I put in my um, wish list or I save it on Amazon or I save it on whatever book file that I'm buying books from. And I like physical books, right? I like to hear this. The sound of pages flipping. I'm not really a, a um, Kindle type person, right? I don't read books on my phone. I do audio books, but I still like to have a physical book so I can go back and reference and put notes and tabs. I'm kind of old school like, like that. But buy yourself a small token of appreciation for yourself. If you're going to spend money, always treat yourself. Well, why don't you buy yourself a skateboard and dog? You got the money. You got enough to buy a skateboard. Dad. Okay. And okay. we can always go to the pound and look for one. The dog that's missing a leg. They be giving him Dad. away for free. You want to rescue it's the dog? Sad. Well, they're going to kill him. So you go rescue him. Get you get you the leg, the least legs it got, the cheaper the price is. You know that, right? What? That's very strange. Okay. So look, if the dog has four <laughs> legs, the dog's like 5000 That's what they sell these dogs for. Dog has three legs. Yeah, 
1500 might be a good dog. It's got three legs. So what? You're going to discriminate? That's, you don't discriminate no. for that. Yeah, it's, it's ADA compliance. You build a ramp for him. Can't walk upstairs. So let's say the dog got two legs, right? A two-legged dog. They have them. They're kangaroos. What? So you get your kangaroo. You teach him how to hop. Hopefully, you got the two back legs. You <laughs> teach him how to hop. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you you need Jesus! You need Jesus! You need Jesus! If it, if it got two back legs, you make him a kangaroo. <laughs> Don't tell me a dog. Tell me a kangaroo and brainwash him to like, you know, do some do some mind, some Jedi mind tricks. Dad. He, he lived like kangaroo, just hop everywhere. Now let's say he don't have two back legs, he got two front legs. So you get him a wheelchair and you let him sell popcorn at the movies. What? You're so messed up. <laughs> you're so messed up. Like you're so wrong for that. And if he got one leg, you let him sit at the information booth and and give out directions that way. (laughs) We're putting you on you. Okay, so you guys. One leg dog at the airport. Hey, one leg dog at the airport. Hey, excuse. Hey, pal. Which which way to terminal three? That way. Okay, you guys. So what oh. I want for Christmas oh. is a dog and a skateboard and some roller skates and a couple of other oh. things, but we're not going to talk about all that. Ooh. So the kind of dog that I've been wanting was actually a Doberman oh, for a very long time. Like, I really want a Doberman. Trying to kill me. But, because <laughs> that a big fan of dogs. <laughs> Doberman? You brought home a Doberman. Who? You! And I bring home a Doberman. You was like, you were 17. I remember the whole story, too. You was like, Dad, hey, I got this dog from the alley. It's a Doberman. Exactly. From and the he alley. stayed in your room. He did live in my room. So you had a Doberman. And then I came home one day, and you know what my dad told me? Oh, the dog ran away. I said, what the hell do you mean the dog ran away? He lived in my room. How did he get out of my room, first of all, and then get out the front door and run away? I fed him. I took care of him. That was my dog. He was a drug, a drug dog too. What? I trained him. You okay? You're going on mute for a second. Pause. I'm just saying, I trained the dog to find drugs. We're gonna pause this TV. He was a drug sniffing dog. We're gonna pause this TV real quick. Okay, the type of dog that I want now, since I don't think starting off with a very, very big dog is actually a good idea. So I want a corgi. A what? A corgi. The heck is that? It's a little cute doggy. Can we start with a hamster? No. Hamsters don't bark. Okay. Okay. How about about this? How about this? How about this? Okay, hold on. I got a great idea. I got a good idea. No, I got a good idea. We get a hamster cage. You can give me a guinea pig. Hold on. Okay. A guinea pig. Or a pig. 
I ain't getting no a dick. Piggy. Ain't no pig ever getting around me. Ain't, I'm, I'm too too divine to be near a swine. Dad. Anyway, so look, I'll get you a hamster. No, again, guinea pig. I will put a microphone, a speaker next to it. We put the JBL Bluetooth speaker, and we'll we'll send barking sounds from YouTube. They'll think that guinea pig, and they be like, that guinea pig is sick. What is that thing? Vicious. Dad. Other dogs in the neighborhood will be like, don't go messing with that house. Guinea pig there. <laughs> he ain't just a pig. He the guinea. He the Haitian guinea pig. What? He a Sicilian Haitian guinea pig. You need help. Mob mafia. You need help. That's what they say. Hey man, we don't talk about the mob mafia. Okay. But anyway, that's a good like I did with Bay Baby. So our friend Bird family has a dog that's a hundred years old. It's a prehistoric dog. And I played barking sounds off of YouTube. And this dog paid no mind. The, the, the another dog sounds. His name is Baby. And he's 128 years old. I thought he was 100. He's old. It's a girl, actually. She, we, we can't tell what if she's in the hermaphrodite. I know she is. She was actually nice to me. She's 200 years old. Okay. Hey, man. She was 100. And 79, and she'll still barking at me for no reason. You know? Okay, so you guys, dog. I'm gonna tell you guys a story real quick so we can get And they call the dog that, baby. That, that. We're gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you guys a story real quick about baby and me. We have a little incident, and then we're gonna get back on Christmas. Baby didn't bite, bite, bite you. I know she we, did. We, we solved that problem. I know we figured she did. it out. The dog had the audacity. I was like six. Dog had the audacity to keep five. Four. Four. The dog still had the audacity to bark at a little in, uh, 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 innocent child. What did you do to the dog? <laughs> I wasn't so innocent then. You wasn't I had a <laughs> I, I had a plastic baseball bat and she kept barking at me, so I just knocked her over. <laughs> you going to jail. Animal cruelty. Peter, I had nothing to do with that. Peter's coming to get get you. And you telling me a one-legged dog can't get a job at an information booth? That. That's that way. That's worse than knocking a dog over. I didn't take the legs off the dog. It just got one leg. But you're making a very cruel joke. Like for people that have one-legged dogs or two-legged dogs or three-legged dogs. We said a two-legged dog is a kangaroo. It's not a dog Dad, It's Dad. Me. Let's talk about Chris Christmas dress. Oh, yeah. now you want to get on Let's talk about track. Christmas dress. Okay. But yes, I would like a corgi. And if you don't know where the corgi is, go look it up. They're really cute. So, my father over here wanted to Dress. Christmas dress. Stress, not dress. Stress. S T R E S S. Thank you. Stress. So. Jesus you want what for Christmas? A corgi and a skateboard. So you just put a level of responsibility on me that I didn't have before. Right? You just told me okay. what, what, what you wanted. As a parent, 
You always want to get your children what they want, especially if they're deserving of it. You want to make dreams come true. Now, every parent can't do that for many reasons, right? Situations, things come up, you know, finances ain't tight or it is tight, but I got other things to do or I don't want to just be, you know, throwing stuff at my child because just because they ask. I see the dog. I'm not impressed. So, um, it's a level of stress, right? You go to the store, you stand in line, you look for a place to park, you're looking online, you can't find it. You want to you wanna make things be perfect. Let me tell you guys something. There's no such thing as perfect. None. It's never going to be perfect. There's no such thing as the perfect Christmas, the perfect gift, the perfect wrap wrapping. It does not exist. What does exist is teaching your children to appreciate whatever it is you do because you wanted to do it and they were worth you doing it. Whether it's you wake them up and just say, hey, I appreciate you being here. You know, this year we're going to just go give people an abundance of stuff from out of our closet that we can't fit or stuff that we don't wear anymore. Or, hey, I got this uh, gift card somebody gave me, now I'm giving, giving it to you. Or, I have nothing to give. I just love you, and it's just December 25th. That's all it is. And tomorrow's going to be December 26th, and then December 27th, and it's over with. So don't get caught up in the, I have to. You know, we all have fallen victims of that whole, the Christmas spirit. And I'm going to be real, yo, it's the spirit of a fool. Like, you really believe in the commercials, the movies, the lights, the trees. It's, It's all a gimmick, like... If that's your thing and, you, and that's what you're about, enjoy it. But don't stress out. Don't burn out. Don't fall out with nobody. Because I've seen that happen too. People really get so caught up in the gifting and the giving and the holiday spirit. And then when they don't get what they gave, they're upset. When they give a gift and their gift is received how they feel it should be received, they're upset. When their event is challenged or... or um. A, a dual event is going on at the same time and people have to make decisions where they're going to go they get upset like it's a stress we don't need for one day like do your event the day before Christmas or two days before or three days after like don't get caught up on the 25th like it's 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 not real what is real is be genuine be loving you know tell people how, how you feel in this life don't wait until it's too late or they're sick and gift people throughout the year that's what we do right Mm -hmm. we always give gifts whether whatever it is whether it's the gift of time sharing the gift of uh, exchanging something the gift of sharing an experience and the gift of laughter and love which is priceless priceless I say too many people out here are alone and lonely so if you could make the gift of touching somebody you never touched before reaching out to somebody you never reached out to before and just offering your um, deeds and good doings and good nature to them. I think that goes way further than buying toys or jewelry or wrap wrapping stuff and putting it up under a tree. And actually the tree thing, I think that's whack too. Cutting down trees for just to say to put them in your house. I'm just speaking my, I'm speaking my truth. And you can speak your truth. Me dead and dad, dad. 
Have you heard the Rush Limbaugh? You are president. You heard the president? Well, whatever. I ain't want to call him president. You heard whatever his numb, numb number is. Uh, the orange dude speak. If we ain't kicked him out of office, off, off GP, he lasted four years. Like, for real. Speak, speak your peace, child. Speak your peace. So what do you think about Chris Christmas stress? You think that's I think age? that Christmas stress sometimes can... Always, I think sometimes Christmas isn't that stressful. But it can be stressful for some people. And that you could be going through something at the moment and then you are still like a little late on buying people some gifts and you know you might have like a shortage of money or something like that i think that being there with them is just the greatest gift that you could actually give real yo straight up have you ever seen christmas stress have you experienced it Yes. Now maybe you yourself have seen other people in your your years involved in the Christmas. You've seen people like get into it on food or who gonna cook and you know who yes. who did more work than the other people. Like you know, like that's whack. That's not what it's about. And it almost ru- not ruins it, but it takes away from the, the the ability to be amongst family. That one day that we always put aside, you know, besides Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas is one of those days that. Families come together still, which you don't get a lot of, right? Families don't have family time, family day, or, you know, we do dinner here, or it's just not, we don't fun- function like that as a society anymore, as much as we did before. So, you know, people live further away, and people just be in their own zone. So when Christmas does come and you hear the arguments or the pettiness, it's just stress, that's all. And everyone doesn't handle stress the same. So what advice, what would be one thing that you would do to keep the stress low? What advice would you give? Do what you can. I like that. That's a good one. That's it. Just do what you can. That's a a really good one. And I would also, I would add to that. Don't trip, right? Don't trip on others. After you do what you could do, no expectations, no disappointments, right? If I give you something or I took the time to really put effort into my gift and prepare this dish and I get there and all you got is some 99 cent dinner rolls and and no gift and I done made all the fixes and you just sitting there like just grinning because you're about to eat all my food. Just be like, thank you for your 99 cent dinner rolls that look like you already ate two or three before I got over here. But it's okay. Maybe you was hungry. You know, it happens. Yeah, just don't be petty. What would be a, a, another thing? Christmas stress. What do you think people get caught up on? The money hype. That's a big deal. Money. The value, the value of the gift, right? How much did my gift cost? You ain't got to that stage of life here. You just get gifts. You get what you ask for. So what if you ask for it? So like, let's say like this, you ask for a skateboard and a dog. What if I brought you a toaster? I would make a grilled sandwich. That is... A grilled cheese sandwich. Because I've given someone a toaster. Oh, gosh. And they were so appreciative of that toaster. 
You was there. What did you come out when I gave? What was the toaster? I don't give out names. What do you mean? We shout people out all the time. Okay. So I gave someone a toaster one year. It was last year, actually. No, it wasn't. It wasn't last year? You remembered it. See, that's how my... That they broke it. Who broke it? It broke? Who got mad? You did. Why would I get mad? I gave it away. You must have me mistaken for someone else. Oh no, mister. It was most definitely me. Why would I get mad at a toaster that I gave as a gift that was broken? It's not my toaster anymore. Okay, you guys. I don't even use If you guys really want the real story, you should hear it from the most realest person in the room right now, me. What happened was, one Christmas, my dad decides to give a person in our house a toaster. A guest. A long-term guest. Okay, okay. And she Extremely long-term Overstayed she her welcome guest. Okay, just tell the story. And she loved it. She used that toaster all the time. She was talking about how she needed a toaster and how thankfully grateful she was for the toaster. So then, one day, my grandpa, perhaps, was using the toaster and the toaster broke. And they tried to fix it and she was like, aw, she was really bummed out. She was upset about it. So, my dad finds out that the toaster broke. And he goes off and on and, and, and just, Jesus Louise, he just was mad. But he wasn't even really mad. That's the thing. He wanted them to think that he was mad so that they could feel bad. I know you. I live with you First all my all. life. And he was like, no, no. And what happened was, he was just so mad. He was like, I spent a whole lot of money on that toaster. Yeah, 20 bucks, man. 20 bucks. Do you really want to know the truth of the story? Because okay. I don't... Yo, what you say he was the realest person in the room? What you say? The realest, the realest rap, rap, rapper in Cashville. I don't know where you go from. So look, CB4, let, <laughs> let, let me tell okay. the truth. Tell let me tell the, the truth. Tell the toaster is a joke. Like almost like a prank. Since my oldest daughter, who is now 21, when she, before you was even born, Quran, the toaster gift has been an ongoing joke in my family, in my family, the family that I created. Every year, I'll be like, I'm going to get y'all a toaster, her and Kanai. And Kanai knows the story. I'm like, every Christmas, what y'all want? They tell me everything. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get y'all a toaster. It creates teamwork. Two slices of bread, two young girls. I'm going to buy one bread, one butter, one jelly, one peanut butter. Y'all going to figure this out. Y'all going to work as a team. I did this since they were like seven years old, all the way until they were pretty much in their mid-teen, teenage years. Now, Karan comes along. She's nine years apart, ten years apart, one, nine, or the other. The toaster joke still goes on. So, here comes my dad girlfriend. He finally gets Hold on. I didn't get a toaster. I'm at work. They have safety points. Let's tell the truth of the story. 
I have so many safety points. I got an Apple Watch. I got Beats by Dre's headphones. I got an Apple phone. I got tons of points. And I had like 20 points left. And the end of the point program was over for safe, for safety. So it's like, Rich, you got to use your safety points. So what can I give 20 points? It was like camping something, like a skillet for camping. It was like a little, I could have bought that, but I didn't want to camp like that. It was like another little backpack for camping. And then there was a toaster. You know me. It has to be a joke involved. I'm like, let me get the toaster. I got the toaster. I held the toaster for months. Literally had it in the box. Brand new. Never used. Never even opened the box. Never even gave it old test run on a slice of bagel bread. English muffin is my favorite, but I didn't even try it. I just left it in the box. So when Christmas time comes, I'm giving out gifts. Hey, Dad, here's some for you. Hey, Enzo, here's for you. Nine for you. Karan, this is for you. And then I look at the sad eyes of my dad's girlfriend. She's looking meek and shallow. And I say, this is not me, this is a true story. And I say, dear lady, I have something for you. I was like Santa Claus. I really embodied Santa Claus this year. And I said, here, dear lady, a toaster. Something that I know you can use and you'll appreciate it. <laughs> and you should have seen that frown turn upside down. And it became the biggest Christmas smile ever. I swear to God, she polished it. She shined it. <laughs> She kept it in good places, safe and secure. And she made the best toast that toast was ever made. I swear to God, we ought to make a like a docu-series about this, like a lifetime special. The Christmas toaster. I swear to God, I felt like Santa Claus that year. If I'd ever believed in Santa Claus, that day, I was a chubby white man with a beard. <laughs> For a bleak moment in my life. When I, and as I and as I walked away, as I gave her the toaster, turned around and looked at her and said, Ho ho ho! And Merry Christmas to you too. True story. I own the rights to that story, so don't try to make a docuseries without me, okay, Quran? I know. Wait till I'm old and gray and try to make a docker series out of this like the, the Christmas toaster but tell this story about when the toaster broke I don't know about it broke I didn't even know it broke I never ate a piece you of toast did. out of it I swear I did not you did the toaster I was there when you found out why would I care about a toaster dad you called her ungrateful it was a the toaster was a joke I gave it as a you joke you Broke Santa Claus gifts. I would, you would imagine you would be a great for us, like Santa Claus working hard all in the North Pole, making little toys for kids, and he give you and you break it. It's the naughty and nice list. You heard of the song? He's checking it twice. Yeah, he knows when you sleep. He knows when you're awake. You know, he, he better be good for good, good, and goodness sake. You better take care of that toaster too. Damn it, that's part of the song. That's the remix. Don't break the toaster. You gon' get roasted. Get break the toaster.
So anyway, enough of the toaster. True story though, really my life. You can't make, make this up. I really became Santa Claus for a day. I swear to God I did. Feel good to make make somebody day. You ought to try that, bro. Give a gift oh. that counts. Give a give a gift that counts. I made somebody's day yesterday. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Want to talk about it? Sure. Okay. So me and my friends we were on this app, right? And I met this Brazilian lady. She was so sweet and so nice. Oh. I'm telling the truth. I really hold am. On. Hold, on, really hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Did you send this woman some money? No. Did you get scammed? No. Did you give her your social security number? No, I don't even have a social security number. You do have one. Everyone has one. I do? You're an American citizen. I damn right know. you got a damn social security number. <laughs> don't tell Trump you don't have We will deport you. What? So, <laughs> hold on. That's what I just said. So, look. That's what I said. He will deport you. That's what... I ain't got time to tomato, tomato, tomato. You'll be on the other side of that wall. And I ain't going to be able to get you if you ain't got no social security number. Okay, this foreign Brazilian, because I hear this all the time. I had a co-worker. I'm going to tell you a story before you tell me the story. I had a co-worker. Dan Bills. You, you know, I ain't going to say it. Well, I will say Dan Bills is his name. He comes to me at work. Hey, Rich, I met this this Russian girl. She's really hot. He, she's She's beautiful. And I said, damn, it's a scam. No, Richard, ain't no scam. I said, damn, it's a scam. In about three days, she's going to ask for money. No, I'm emailing her. She's emailing me. Sure enough, three days, her mother needs a surgery. She wants to come to America to see him. She has money for the ticket, but the surgery costs five times the ticket money. She will feel bad if she comes to America to see him. Can he find a way to help cover some of the costs? It's $2,000. She will pay him back when she comes back, when she comes to America, because the rate of earning in Russia or wherever the hell she was was less than the rate in America, and it's going to take her a few months, but she's going to come. Do you know that man sent that woman $2,000? For real? Do you know he's never seen this woman again? She's not responded to any of his emails. I told him, Dan, you got scammed, dog. Take a look in the mirror. No one wants you in America. Why would they want you in Russia? Well, I didn't I told him, you're not a handsome guy, baby boy. I don't care if you shave, you dye your hair, if you bought a wig. You're ugly dude, bruh. (laughs) You better settle for what you got. I had to be honest with the dude. Okay, Dad. My nice and peaceful, non-ugly spirit. You didn't send no $2,000, did you? No. I don't even have $2,000. Thank God. You be out of here right now. Talking about a one-legged dog in Russia needs. So I met this Brazilian lady. And she was really nice. She was so sweet and everything. So she was like, hi, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. How about you? And then she was like, I'm good. So she was like, can I ask you a question? I was like, sure, go ahead. She was like, okay. So she asked me, where was I from? And I said, UK. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I said the U.S. And she was like, oh, wow, that was kind of offensive. And I was like, oh, my bad. I didn't mean for it to be that type of way. And she was like, well, I'm from Brazil. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. That's, like, a really nice place. And she was like, what do you think of Brazil? And I was like, it's very pretty in my eyes. And she was like, yeah, it is actually that. It is actually pretty. And then she asked me, 
Okay, I'm gonna ask you one question that you know me and my uh, some of my friends. You gotta speak the story up. I can't do so all the back. She and was like, "Okay, so I'm gonna ask you this question." Um, me and my friends ask other Americans. Uh, What's the question? Dad, I'm trying to tell you. Well, tell me. Don't try. And then tell she me. She was like. I'm gonna ask you the question that What's I What's the question? I'm trying to. Well, you're ask not, the question. Not you keep saying trying. Ask, she, say the question. I'm trying to tell the story. Don't tell the story. Tell okay. tell the question. She Get to asked, the point. What the what language do Brazilians speak? And she was like, other U.S. Americans say Brazilian. And I was like, well, from what I learned, Portuguese. And I just brightened up her whole day, and she was, like, so happy and everything. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy that I can help brighten up your day. Because, you know, she was kind of, like, upset that other Americans Okay. So I have one question for you. What the hell app was you on <laughs> where you mean people from Brazil? That's why I need your story to hurry up so I can get to some fatherly do-do duties here. What app was you on? Amigo. What? And what is a me, amigo? It's like a what what what's happening? You can talk to people all over the world. Kanye. And what are you? Okay. Well, hold on. What was hold on? Hold on. I'm asking questions now. Since you took all that long, my questions don't take long to ask. Why were you on a me me me? What was your purpose of being on it? First of all, negative. That's not what we do. All right, y'all. Learning experience. This is when father has to be father. Pillow and blanket becomes. Daddy daughter time. So listen here. Stay off of social networking sites where you can be approached by strangers. Stay off that. I don't care what your friends do. I don't care what they how cool they say it is. That's not for you. Right? Technology is so advanced. Someone could get into your phone. Someone could find out where you are. Someone could say they're in Brazil and they be outside in front of your house. Do not get on those sites. Period. Since you like to say that so much, that means don't do it. It's not for you. Not at your age. Not at this time. For several re- reasons. You may be very short and say, oh, that's nice, cute, cute, cute. But then they'll hit your friend like, what, what, what's her full name? I like your friend. She knows I speak Portuguese. What's her name? What city do y'all live in in the U.S.? And your game goofy friend give you up. Oh, her name is blah, 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 blah. She lives at da, 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 da. She goes a distance at school. Be careful. Y'all too young to play that game. Like literally, someone could grab you one hand and pull you into a car. My phone number is area code 404. That's Georgia. I live in San Francisco. Just to show you how easy that is, right? Deception. Perception. Deception means make you think something that is, isn't true, but I'm deceived. I'm deceived. I'm deceiving you. Perception is I'm making you believe something that, that shows you is true, but it's not true as well. It's false reality, right? You don't know where that girl is from. You don't know. Your friends don't know. Yeah, it's giddy and fun. I'm glad we have in this moment because this is a real life moment that everyone should be dead, dead, dead with parents and children. Me and my daughter have such a great relationship. She could tell me anything and everything. 
And it's not like I'm scalding her. I'm actually teaching her. I'm sharing with her. So hopefully she'll teach her friends like, hey, this ain't a site for us. Let's stay on. Let's stay where we're where we safe. You know what I mean? If somebody ever approaches you in any of them sites in any of them rooms, do not respond. You don't know these people. Everyone has a mask on on the Internet. That could have been a man saying he a girl. Right. When you play, we're going to just use the game. It's called Amongst Us, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know what these player players are. You just know the name and the color of their little care, care character. You don't know. Because I played the game with, with you. I might be playing with other children. I might be playing adults. I don't know. They don't know me. I'm a grown man playing the game with, with, with these kids. Now, let's say I DM or I inbox one, one of these people. It's like, hey, what school do you go to? They don't know how old I am. They don't know my intentions of asking that. Now, they give up the information with Willie Nelly because they goofy. Oh, I go to so-and-so. What school do you go to? Now, I'm playing the game. I'll go to so-and-so school. That school's not in my city. And they're like, oh, no, it's not. I, I live in this city. Now, they just told me the name of their school and the city. And I'm like, well, you're using this name on this game, but what's your real, real, real name? This is what predators do. People who like to harm other people. Children, women, men don't matter. They, they normally approach people that they could take advantage of people who don't know better people who think it's fun and games people who cannot defend themselves mostly children and women women right you're not gonna play with me i'm a grown man it's definitely a consequence of playing with me you as a child you don't know you know now it's like let's say they get at one of your goofy friends i even call your friends goofy let's say they get at one of your friends who are more vulnerable who don't have me in their life Hey, meet me at this place. All my friends come in. We're going to have coffee. We're going to go to the ice, ice, ice cream store. Meet us at the, meet us at so-and-so. Now you, like, girl, I got to go home. I got to do my heart. Like, no, just come with me. We're going to meet the, the boys or the girls that we met on Migo. They're going to meet us over here for coffee. Now they hitting you up like, what are y'all wearing? We're all going to wear blue. You guys should all wear blue too. Now they see you coming. It's a grown man in the van. He see a gang of little girls all wearing blue. Him and his little child ped, ped, pedophile crew, they know who y'all is. Because y'all coming right when they say. Y'all say y'all going to be there at 3 o'clock. That's the meet time. Meet us at Baskin Robbins. My mom gave me this money. I'm going to pay for everybody ice cream. Everybody wearing blue. He could take two or three girls, four or five girls at one time. Don't play on them sites, okay? okay. Don't go on them sites. Just so you know, that's real. That's real talk. So parents out there. Talk to your children about the realness of this world. It's Christmas time. Don't put your guards down. It's the holiday season. School is out. All of that. Don't put your guards down. Teach your children. Don't automatically assume that they know. Our children are very wonderful. They're gifted. They're intelligent. They're super smart. They're witty. They're everything. But they don't know it all. And it's the duty of a parent to game your child up. Keep your child a step ahead. There's real wolves out here. There's real predators and hunters out here that want your child. So make sure your child is protected, okay? Please, people, do that. So you just heard a real live moment between me and my daughter on the Pillow and Blanket Show. I love her. And the only reason why I share all of this with her is because it's my duty as a father to protect her. I can't always be with her. But the words and the wisdom I give is with her. And because I love her, she knows it's coming from a good place. I'm not trying to embarrass her. 
scholar or scorner or talk down on her. I'm actually empowering her and building her up so she can protect herself and her friends that she care about. Because everybody doesn't have fathers. Everybody doesn't have a caring parent or a caring or an involved parent. You know what I mean? And so that's that's important as well. If your parent is not involved, you're a child and you listen to this, listen to what I'm saying. It doesn't have to necessarily come from your parent. When adults talk to you or people warn you about certain things, they're only telling you because they care about you and they want the best for you. So we laugh, we joke on the show. We like to clown. We have a really great time, but we still live in the same world as you do. And this world is, is fun, but it's dangerous as well, right? So let's keep the fun high, protect ourselves, do the right things. And doing the right things is one of the things that we were talking about today, right? It's one of the things, doing the right thing. And that's a prime example of Quran's always honest with me. So her being honest with me allows me to be like straightforward with her so she can know what's out there. I don't hide. I don't sugarcoat the world. I keep it very sincere and real with her. And I let her know it's open door policy. You can talk to me about anything and we'll figure it out. If I can't solve it for you, I'll go through it with you. So that's a big part of parenting. So young adults, before you have a child, listen to what I'm saying. You can't just assume your child's going to know everything. And just because our children grow very fast and they're big and they're tall and they're smart doesn't mean they know everything, right? You have to also look at their this age and you have to accept that at that age, you're only going to know what you know and what I've exposed you to. So the more time you spend with your child, the better bond you have. So doing the right thing also, let's talk about a thing that I had to deal with today. Doing the right thing. Today at work, and I'm sure this will deal with you at school sometimes, my supervisor was not there. I could have left today, you know, left early. Who would have known? But I stayed at work, and I'm glad I did stay at work because not only am I getting paid for eight hours of work, Someone came looking for me at work. Curious where I was. Well, where was my, where was I positioned or where was I at work? And even if I came to work, they just didn't see me. And my coworker called me like, hey, uh, so-and-so was looking for you. I told him you was here and you was out at the um, material yard looking for supplies. And they was like, I was just out there and I didn't see it. Well, I don't know how the disposition was when he said it. But they couldn't have been out there because I was out there for like 30 minutes looking for material. So when I came back to the shop, I went to the person, you know, approached them and asked them, what did they need? Like, you look looking for me. You must need some. And he was like, oh, I thought thought you was helping so-and-so do the job. And I'm like, well, I'm doing that, but I'm multitasking. We got several jobs going at once. But do you need me? And really, the guy was kind of just more being nosy and was like, if I wasn't there, he was going to tell that I wasn't there, that I left work early. But I didn't leave work early. I believe in doing the right thing. I'm being paid for eight hours. I'm going to work for eight, eight hours. You know, I'm not going to cheat, cheat you or cheat myself. So by me doing the right thing, being there, I was all, I've also protected myself. So Monday, I don't have to have a meeting or a write-up or come into the offices. What time did you leave work Friday? No, I did the right thing. I started on my start hour. I left when I'm supposed, supposed to get off work, you know, and even though someone came looking for me, they didn't necessarily see me. Just people to vouch for me where I was and what I was doing. 
So always be caught doing the right thing. Even when you feel you could get away with it or you feel, you know, no, who's going to really, really know, you know, it's, it's just a piece of gum or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the answers off my friend's homework. Who's really going to know? That's between us. Nah, do the right thing. Do your own homework. You know, pay for the whole pack of gum. Just don't eat a piece. So, what do you think about doing the right thing? It's always good. Like, doing the right thing will do you good deeds. Yeah, it comes back to you all the time. And you got to let people know that you're fair and you're honest. You know, you want to create that aura about yourself, create that standard. When they see you, they see justice. They see fair and fairness. They see integrity and honesty. Just yeah. just when they see you, they know you don't play games. Like when I'm, you said to do your own homework. So when I was in fifth grade, I went to tutoring for math. And my friend and my, well, you're not really my friend, but this other kid, he was in there, and he was copying off my friend's work. Now, she's not the brightest, but she's pretty smart. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh my And gosh. she got some of the answers wrong. So when he was copying off all of her work, he got a bad grade. But she was at least trying. He wasn't. So the whole class, when they finished, we were just watching him cheat off her. So then somebody let the tutoring teacher know, and he somewhat got in trouble, but he didn't get in trouble. You know? So I think that's why you should always do stuff yourself. Because I also went through that very recent. But yeah. Someone's take taking your homework. Yes. Shame on you. Oh, did you correct it? Did you protect protect yourself so they can't get your homework no more? Yes. So all they got matters. Make 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 adjustments. You know, protect yourself. And, and they did too. They did what? They got in trouble. No, they changed their password. Well, okay, whatever the case. Tip a tat, tomato tomato. So we out. Don't let Christmas stress y'all. And. Do the right thing. Children, protect yourself. Please, please, please protect yourself. I wouldn't know what to do if something happened to any of my chill children. That worst nightmare. Parents' worst nightmare. I, I, mean, I feel sorry for all the parents who are missing children out there. And I pray that the children come back safe and sound. I mean, there's no word I could say. I'll just pray for them. So. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't recommend the app, but... If you do go on there, I wouldn't stay on there for long. Like, that's the only person I'm going to talk to. Yeah, stay off those social... Yeah, stay off those social group chats and blog sites. Not cool, not cool, not cool. Stick to the games. You know, let let, let your parents know what you're doing. Don't, you know, if they say stay off something, stay off of it. Don't sneak. Don't, Don't try to be ahead of yourself right don't think you know better sometimes it's cool to be smooth it's cool to go slow i tell you something from a dude who really led that life squares end up run 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 in the world yo like literally squares 
Squares run the marathon. Cool dudes run a quick, fast sprint. They don't last long. Being cool, being slick, it's a short sprint. You don't, it's not the long haul. I'm fortunate I made, made it to the age I am, the family I have, the love I have. My children really changed, changed my life. That slick street stuff, being ahead of the game, that corner boy life, it ain't what's pop popping, man. You know, the little the, the young dude who get teased because he ain't got the fresh stuff on, you know, he go to class, you know, he's he not in the in crowd, the girls don't really own him, you know, he ain't a sports player. He gonna be your boss one day. He gonna have a big business one day. He gonna be the dude that, you know, I mean, I, I hate, I hate, hate to say it. He gonna be the one who win. Like win in the real way, not the flamboyant way, but like that good life, that long, safe, secure, I'm gonna be all right life. So remember, remember, remember that. I can tell you from experience. I mean, it's a dude named Gary Little out of Filmo, man. This dude is a neurosurgeon, one of the top neurosurgeons, I want to say, in North Carolina. Comes straight out of the Bannercombs projects. You know what I mean? Like, didn't play none of that street stuff. None of that. Smooth dude, respectable dude. You know, back in the day, maybe even considered a square. I want to call, call him that because he played a little sports. But he wasn't with that street life. He wasn't ever trying to be slick. He literally did the right thing. And I look at that man today, his cousin M. Slim, I still rock with today. And I always be like, man, I'm very proud of Gary. Gary made his way, and he is the dude. He's not that dude. He is the dude. Like, go ahead, Gary. So salute all the dudes doing the right thing, all the children, all the little girls and boys out here doing the right thing. You know, y'all y'all going to win, believe me. So straight up, anything you want to say to all the kids doing the right, right thing, Carl? You got to do it. Anybody lead you wrong. Like, if they say, don't tell anybody, don't tell your mom, and they try to, like, get you in trouble or something like that, tell your mom. Yeah. Don't let nobody bully you or make you feel like you the eyeball or make you feel like you ain't ain't fresh. You fresher than you know. But, Dad, I have one little quick question. Just a yes or no question. Ask me. Were you one of those foot kids? Very much so. That is a yes. <laughs> but I changed my ways. Yes. I was always a good kid on the inside. I, you know what? I, I was the kid. I didn't let other people bu- bully kids. So if I was around and you try to bully like just somebody, I wasn't for that. Come mess with me. That was me. I was one of them. I would fight for the nerds. That's why me and Eddie was friends. I fought all his fights. To be honest. That's why. That's why he runs so fast. <laughs> said he wasn't doing no fighting. But anyway. Yeah. I didn't let... Nah, I don't like butt bullies. I can't stand butt bullies. I hate them. And I ain't the biggest dude, but I don't like nobody who butt bully people. That's not cool. I don't like people that take advantage of people either. I hate them guys. I really despise them people. Yeah, it's super whack. I don't like scammers. I don't like none of that. Just be solid, man. Just be straight up, like... Either I want it or I don't. You know, either we good or we not. It's easy. Like, just keep it simple. Yes or no, like you said. So, pillow and blanket. We have to stay. Forever. We fresh. Check us out on Instagram. Pillow, blanket, 
great adventure.